belly up to the bar of barflies and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming back to the program. I'm so glad to have you here. My name is Kellen, and I am your host of the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. This is episode number eight. We have a long list of great topics ahead of us, but before we get to them, I want to make sure to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette Shop. That is right. That is our merch store. You can buy all of the great lines that we have, such as the I'm My Grandma's Bookie line, the WinBets Palm Beers line. We have a new line that just came out two days ago. Two days ago? I believe two days ago. Where it is the What Did I Do line. Yes, the What Did I Do line. It is in honor of those crazy, confusing mornings after a very long night of drinking. It's that moment where you get up, you look around, and you say to yourself, What did I do last night? Doesn't matter if you texted an ex, if you matched with a random chick or dude, if you're into that, on Tinder or whatnot, or even if you just flashed a rabbi on the way home from the bar. That is normally kind of the headspace folks are in after a long night of just pounding beers with their buds. So make sure to pick those up now. Use the promo code MWBFG at checkout for 25% off. That is still running, or at least still should be running. And I hope to see you all in our merch. So now that that's out of the way, let's get into into this week's topics. All right, to get this show on the road, uh, I want to start off with a retail story. This isn't going to be like a normal retail story that you've seen on the podcast and through articles and whatnot. This isn't through the eyes of Ezekiel and whatnot. This is actually something that I witnessed like with my own two eyes these within these past few days. And I just couldn't believe it. I was, I was absolutely just flummoxed at how stupid this individual was. So if you saw the tweet that I put out a few days ago, I was at the store. Um, I was picking up a few things. And as many of you already know that, I have, as what we would call, old people feet. My feet are all jacked up. I need to get, like, insoles for my shoes, this, that, whatever. I went to go get another pair of insoles, and I was waiting in the line for to get rung up for the cashier. And I see this woman at the register, like, being taken care of. And she was just, like, before I even say what she said, like you can just look at this woman and you just go, oh, you are just a headache waiting to happen. She looked like a stereotypical football mom. And I say football mom because she was arguing about football cleats, so I'm just going to call her football mom. Um, So she had like, she had the big ass glasses, like the sunglasses that were like Gucci or some shit, but she had like a hat with her kids football team's logo on it, the hoodie with the kid's name on the back and the number with the low, all that stuff. Like if you just think of the phrase football mom and whatever you picture stereotypical, that was it. It was, it was amazing to me to see one of those in the wild. So (laughs) I'm sitting there waiting in line, listening to what's going on. And this football mom, she looks the cashier in the eyes. And I, I have the tweet here. So I have the exact quote. 
She looks the cashier in the eye and she says, you don't have the cleats I need. What can you do about that? Now, first off, just right off the bat, that am I the only one that just thinks that sounds rude and just like just egotistical, like she's better than that cashier or whatnot? What can you do about it? Not, hey, is there another way we can get these cleats like nice about it? No, she was just like being like that word that rhymes with itch, but it's offensive and I don't want to say it at the moment because someone's going to be down my throat about it. Um, so yeah, she was like that. And then the cashier comes back and goes and says, what was it? Says in a very nice way, we can order it for you. Or it looks like another location uh, 15 minutes away has three of them. Like, like a nice cashier, like trying to fix the situation, trying to help. And then immediately, immediately after the cashier finishes that sentence, the football mom goes, I'm not going anywhere. And he needs them by tomorrow. I'm not going anywhere. And he needs them by tomorrow. The fuck do you want the cashier to do, lady? Are you kidding me right now? When I heard that, I was ready to just start laughing. I was like, I was ready to start laughing. But like, I was also on the edge of like, just shocked and appalled. And wanting to just tell her off. It was, it, you you know those moments. Like, you are, something so crazy happens, you just don't know what to say, that you just stand there like an idiot, just staring at a situation. And that was me. It was like, I couldn't imagine just ever saying that to an employee. Like, an employee that's trying to help me. Like, hey, I'm not going anywhere, and he needs them by tomorrow. First off... It's your fucking fault that you waited to the last minute to get your kid football cleats. That's just a given. That's just number one. So the fact that you can't order them because you waited to the last minute to get one of the most pivotal parts of a kid's uniform, that's on you. That's on you, lady. Two, I'm not going anywhere. Well, guess what? What do you want the cashier to do? The kid's 16, 17, and he, you already, he knows that he doesn't have the cleats. You know they don't have the cleats. It's not like he's going to pull him out of his ass and go, hey, here you go. Might be a little dirty, but here you go. Like, come on. It just, it was astounding. And thankfully, there was a manager nearby that was listening to the whole thing and jumped into the situation before the before the football mom started badgering this kid again. Because I was just about to lose it, man. And it just goes to show you that folks in retail deal with a lot of stupid shit just a lot of idiots a lot of just dunce dunce caps in the world like to be honest and i've been to this store before that i was purchasing these at these insoles at i think majority of people that walk in this store or in stores in general their iq drops 20 percent, and in this woman's case 50 percent. like come on just get a grip that is ridiculous and I really hope that, God, I don't even know what I hope. I just hope no cashier has to ever deal with that woman again. Because I just had to rant about that. Jesus Christ. Alrighty, so for the second segment of this episode, I want to do another personal story of mine. I, I like these personal stories. I like to, uh, I like to kind of open up 
my life as a book, so to speak, be an open book for you all. And also, when it comes to this website, I like to give you a sneak peek to my side of of the screen, to my side of the the internet, what I receive as feedback or as responses to the content that is created. And oh boy, you're not going to believe what I received. So, for those of you that aren't aware, I released an article. I, it was titled something about she's a 10 butt. It was that, that new trend going on social media, that game thing. And I did like five different she's a 10 butts in there. And I explained my reasoning for ranking people in such a way. In that article, I had a quote about how I'm useless to remembering certain trends on the internet just just like, or I'm paraphrasing, sort of like how a dementia patient would not win a spelling bee. They're not going to remember a damn thing. That was it. That was all the, what the, all the quote was. And I thought it was funny. Some people I told you thought it was funny. So I ended up making a graphic of it and I put it on all of our social media pages. And again, people thought it was funny. They liked it, did the little laughing emojis, this, that, whatever. But then there were people that didn't like it, including this one woman that DM'd me and absolutely laid into me. Like, Jesus. Like, every four-letter word was thrown at me. She called me a piece of shit, garbage human, uh, terrible person, just whatever you could think of, that was in my DMs. To be honest, I was shocked, but I also thought it was pretty fucking funny. So then, in response to this individual, I messaged her back, and I said, so you do think a dementia patient would win a spelling bee? Just because I wanted to check. I wanted to see, because if she was calling me all those words and all those names, obviously she had a reason for it. And to me, the only reason could be that is that she actually thinks a dementia patient has a shot at a spelling bee. And to me, I just thought that was a proven fact. Like someone that cannot remember things is not going to remember how to spell things. And they're sure as hell not going to spell things in a competition of some kind. That's just me. That's just what I thought. But when I sent her that, apparently I was an asshole because she sent back the word asshole and then she proceeded to block me on social media to be honest i don't know what that proves i don't know what kind of change in the world that gives but i guess that's her way of airing out her feelings i mean like it doesn't make sense to me because think about it if i went on social media and I found something that I did not agree with or that offended me or whatever. And I just sent vile, negative things to that person that posted that and then just immediately blocked them. I would be a coward. And I think anybody that does that is a coward. And to be honest, I think anyone that posts controversial things on social media and doesn't allow people to reply to them, they're also cowards. But that's another story for another day. In the end, though, it's just sad. It's just really sad. It's sad that we have people that are like this, that are going to see something that makes them sad and just they can't handle it, and then 
just take shots at that person that posted that particular piece of content and then just completely cut off ties so that they cannot res- they cannot contact them again or respond again. That's like that kid in elementary school that doesn't like somebody, comes up behind him, smacks him in the back of the head, runs away and hides behind the like recess teacher or the recess, recess supervisor so that they can't go after them. That's exactly how it's like. And these people just make me basically afraid for the future, for my future, the future of this country. If we're going to go down that road where we want our safe spaces like that, and I hate using the word safe space because it's going to have political connotations and someone's going to be be all pissy about it. But if we're going to end up doing that, then we're fucked. Then we're fucked. But you know what? What do I know? I'm just a guy from the Midwest with a beer and a mic and a computer trying to make sense of all this crap. All right, so for the final segment of this week's episode, I, w- <laughs> I wanted to revisit the, uh, which, what's it called? The She's a 10 Butt Game that I did on uh, for an article. And uh, I wanted to revisit it because I, wanted, I was going to do it last week, but then the whole vabbing situation came about, and I was like, I had to do that, so I, we pushed it back to here. So uh, for this segment, I thought it'd be fun. I uh, picked maybe five, maybe six of these, just so it doesn't go go too long and boring. Um, so I'm just going to have take, take about five or six of these. Uh, she's a 10 butt scenarios. And just give my answer and reason why. And let's see how this turns out. So the first one I found, and this is from the same um, the same website, the same article that I referenced in my article at followchain.org. And the first one I found was she's a 10, but has a deep voice. Now, I have questions about this scenario. She's a 10, but she has a deep voice. Are we talking like my level of deep? Are we talking like, I don't know, uh, like Idris Elba or like Morgan Freeman, like like dude deep voices? Or are we talking like, I don't know, like Rachel Ray? She's got like that raspiness to her voice, like a rasp? Or is it like deep? Because if it's a rasp, like, like a Rachel Ray rasp, I would go, I'd have to go with an eight. Like an eight or a seven, because that's pr- that is pretty hot. No, actually, I take that back. I would go with a nine, nine or a ten. Uh, but if it was like a dude deep rasp or not a rasp, a dude deep voice, one or two, one maybe, because I I couldn't deal with that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for anybody for anybody out there with a deep voice, but like a a dude deep voice on a chick, even though she's ten, that would be the scariest thing in the world. Cause just imagine, imagine coming home from work and she's already home from work. She's say whatever you see her when you see your wife, when you get home from work and all you hear is, hi honey, how was your day? What the fuck is that? No, that's no, I couldn't do it. Not a chance. All right. So second one I got for you is she's a 10, but she's taller than you. She's a 10, but she's taller than you. So, 
I'm not going to lie. Never met a woman taller than me. And for those of you who don't know, I'm six foot four. That's a big dude. I am a large son of a bitch. So, the thought of looking up at my potential girlfriend or wife would be pretty darn weird. I'm not going to lie. And think about it. Even if you put heels on her too, she's going to be even taller. Like, what would that nonsense be? And to be honest, it would be a little emasculating. A little bit. But that's neither here nor there. However, at the same time, two tall individuals have a child. D1 bound. Division one, uh, Division one sports. Like, big basketball programs. Think about it. University of Illinois, my favorite school, Kentucky, Kansas, all that shit, possible NBA contract, that would be fucking sick, that'd be sick, and then just, just the gene pool in that situation should easily pop out a kid that's white, at, easily over six foot, but we could be looking at six foot five, six foot six, something like that, dunking at the age of nine, anything, I mean, come on. The sky's the limit in this situation. At the same time, the gene pool could give us on the other side of the spectrum, and my kid would end up being four foot nine. Nothing wrong with that, but kind of a hit or miss type of play there. So, in the end, I would have to go with the possibility of being the father of a millionaire in the future. I'd go with the seven, seven or eight. Maybe seven and a half. Can I go halves? I'm going to go halves. Seven and a half. Let's go with that. All right. The next one I got uh, from this website, it's going to be, she's a nine, but she's in a, she's a Disney adult. Now, for those of you that don't know what Dis- who Disney adults are, they're the folks that are in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, maybe even sixties that just love Disney. Love Disney World, love the Disney movies, have Disney Plus, Disney, 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 everything Disney. And to be honest, I'm not the biggest Disney guy. Like, I did love, like, when I was a kid, the Disney original movies. You guys remember those? Like, 90s kids, you're going to know where I'm coming from here. Like, uh, Johnny Tsunami, uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, like, the, uh, actually, uh, the Johnny Tsunami had another one. I can't remember. I, it was fantastic, though. Those really cool kids Disney movies that felt like a big deal when you watched them. Like, that shit. That was the stuff I loved. And, obviously, the Lion Kings and whatnot when I was a kid. But, as an adult, I just don't get into it as much. I just don't. And I know it's a big part of people's lives with, like, the Marvel stuff and the superhero stuff because they own that. But, I... I, I just can't get into it. So having a girlfriend or a wife that's a Disney adult would get very old very quickly. Now, if you like, for the record, if you like Disney and you like watching it on occasion, God bless you. Enjoy it. Love it. Like, live your life. But at the same time, if you're a Disney adult and your whole life revolves around Disney, wearing it, watching it, your room's decorated in it, you go to Disney five times a year or even more that's where kind of draw the line there so disney adult give me what was she an eight what did i say eight i'm losing my mind right now uh nine actually disney adult nine 
I would have to drop that down to... Let's go with six. Six or five. Six or five. Eh, five and a half. Let's go with five and a half. Alrighty, so the for the final... For the final question, or for the final situation of this segment, we're going to go with, she's a 10, but she says, huh, a lot. And by that, I mean, to me, actually, I take that back. Let me ask a question on this. Is it, huh, as in, like, she's not listening to me? So if I say, like, hey, babe, what do you want to eat? She goes, huh? And it just says it after every time I speak? Or is it like, or do you add in there, Hey, like if she was telling, talking to me, hey, babe, do you like my cooking? Huh? That would be a little weird, but like what what would the boundaries be for that one? Because to me, and I'm just going to stick with if she says, huh, after everything I say because she just wasn't paying attention, that would fucking suck. I would not like that. I would not like that at all. It would get very annoying. I would probably lose lose my mind or lose my shit after at least once a day with her doing that. Now I wouldn't like do anything bad, but I would just go, I would just yell like, what do you want to eat or anything or something like that? So with the word, huh? After everything she says, but she's a 10, I think I'd have to go with a four, 4.7. Let me get a little fancy with it. 4.7. Just because like, Girl, just listen up. I know you're on your Instagram, on your phone, doing something else. I know you don't give a shit. But just when somebody's talking, just have an ear open. Get the gist of what they're saying. Try to give an answer. And then if your answer doesn't completely fit with what I said, then tweak it after I repeat myself again. Just help me out here. Jesus Christ. All right, perfect. So I would like to thank you all again for joining the program today. This is actually the longest episode that we've had so far in eight weeks. So I hope you enjoyed every second of it. Don't forget, uh, you can always follow us on Spotify as well as iTunes and YouTube and the website itself. All those links will be down below wherever you are listening to this podcast. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Everyone, take care. Cheers. Love you.